about you, but growing up, I always kind of got the messaging that therapy was for crazy people or like you had to have something wrong with you. Um, You only go to therapy if like you can't be a normal functioning human. Um, But it was always like super dramatic. It was always like, I don't know, like something's wrong with you. And there was a lot of shame and a lot of like, oof, you don't want to be that person, you know, like that kind of vibe. And there's also just, I think, in in media and, you know, just generally how people think. It's such an outdated view of therapy uh, when they think of, like, the person laying on the couch talking to someone and uh, the therapist is, like, in a suit sitting in a chair going, "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm, 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 just writing a bunch of notes. Like, it's so sterile and formal and uncomfortable and stiff and like that is not what therapy is um I think there's also this misconception that like therapy is just talking to strangers and the reality is like you're not just rambling and venting to some stranger where you could just tell your friends and family this like there is so much more to what therapy is and um, I think it's time we we talk about that so I hope you're ready to kind of buckle up and go for the ride and join me in this intro to therapy hey what's up everybody my name is Amanda and I am a licensed therapist and educator And I'm also the host of this show, The Therapy Podcast. Uh, The Therapy Podcast is literally just a space where I kind of dive into topics about therapy, about therapists. Uh, I'm going to be doing some interviews, really just kind of navigating the world of therapy uh, for people who are curious about it or maybe interested and don't know where to start. Um, There's a lot of really cool things that I plan to do in this space, but today It's really, you know, breaking down what is therapy, right? It's therapy 101. Um, And so I kind of open with a little intro for me because I know there's some new people to the pod. Um, But also I just kind of want you to know that like as a licensed therapist and as an educator, my goal is to make sure that you are getting the right information in a way that makes sense to you. I think a lot of times, you know, people look online and they read an article on Psychology Today or the American Psychology Association or something and they're just like overwhelmed by kind of like the sciencey language of things. It's very, you know, feels like a lot of like medical jargon. Um, So I'm just trying to keep it real with you. Like I'm no fluff, no BS, like this is just deep cuts. We're going in. Uh, And so anyways, goal of today's episode is really just for anybody listening that you're going to be able to understand what therapy is and what it is not. Uh, I want you to be able to know about the different styles or what we call modalities of therapy um, and why you should maybe check it out. So um, yeah, with that, you know, we're going to kind of jump right in. Um, So I mean, if you're if you're new to this topic of therapy, I mean, I kind of want you to just sit with for a second why you're listening to this podcast, right? Why you're listening to this episode. Um, maybe someone sent it to you. Maybe you came across it and you're like, huh, that sounds interesting. Um, or maybe you know me and you're just like, huh, I want to hear what Amanda has to say about this thing. Uh, in any case, your curiosity is something I want to honor and respect and I'm hoping that this episode is going to give you you know just whatever it is that you're here looking for so um, I though I have a lot of different expertise and skills and knowledge I want to be very clear that like take what I say um, and and then use that information to make your own decisions. So, you know, I'm not trying to be here and be like, this is what it is. And if a different therapist disagrees with me, you know, that doesn't mean that they have false information or I have false information. Things can be interpreted differently. Um, and so this is kind of like how I've experienced therapy as a client first. Um, And now that I am a therapist, I'm really trying to bring that perspective, especially just to kind of represent the voices and people 
uh, in the communities that I belong to and have been part of for my whole life. So like growing up, you know, no, I don't think I knew anybody who went to therapy. I remember, I think I was forced to go to therapy once because I was like a really depressed teenager and like, you know, I had some suicidal ideation and like self-harm stuff was going on. And honestly, like, you know, I needed to be in therapy probably, but I was not in a place, one, to accept it. And two, I felt like it was just, I was forced into it. Like no one really heard what I was feeling and saying and thinking. And so like, you know, I think there's just so, like I said, there's so much stigma, there's so much resistance to therapy because it's always used as this like band-aid like therapy is going to fix your problems and therapy is going to fix your life and um you know just let someone else deal with it and it kind of makes the person who's going through this experience whatever whatever the experience is it really makes you kind of feel like you're a burden sometimes to the people in your life or like you know what what is the point like I don't even you know I don't even know how to talk to my spouse or you know I don't know what to say to my children or I don't know how to do this and so like you know, we kind of stumble along in our own insecurities and failures and, and and fears and things like that. And, you know, when we try to confide in the people that we care about or the people in our lives, you know, people use therapy like it's a punishment. And uh, so I just kind of want to acknowledge a lot of the harm that, you know, people have. I don't know, just a lot of the harm that people have kind of created uh, in trying to do something good which is like recommend therapy to someone so I preface with all of that uh just because like like I said I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything like I'm I'm no bullshit like I'm I'm gonna be honest straight up with you and yeah so I want you to know that you're getting the real take from me and not like some polished you know scripted version of whatever like I'm trying to I'm not trying to sell therapy to you I'm not trying to tell you you have to go or anything like that like I said I'm also an educator my goal is to like, here's information. Let me break it down in a way you get it. And you do without what you will. So anyways, all right. So what is therapy? Like, let, let's start therapy 101. Now they kind of went on that little tangent. Um, so therapy, I think people say like, you know, therapy or counseling, coaching, all this stuff. They are all different. Therapy and counseling and coaching are not one in the same. It's not interchangeable. And people use it interchangeably all the time. So, um, you know, counseling is a really like brief intervention uh, with someone who is trained, um, but it's kind of less formal. It can be, you know, shorter term, uh, can be topic specific. So uh, people who do like drug and addiction counseling, for example, uh, there's, you know, uh, different types, there's just like so many different types of counseling you can do. Um, but like I said, it's with someone who is trained, but they are not a licensed therapist. Like that's, that's a different type of clinical licensing or like certification. Um, and so it's not psychotherapy or what we call talk therapy. Um, Counseling, like I said, it's less formal, it's brief, there's still a lot of training behind things and interventions that are used to help you with certain stuff, but it's it's kind of got like a shortened capacity to it. Um, therapy is a professionally guided kind of process that's led by a licensed professional. And so this is really, really important because the licensing process is uh, something that is kind of you go through the state, uh, you go through a specific board. So it's just kind of like how doctors have to take their boards, lawyers have to take, you know, uh, the, the bar, like therapists have to take a licensing exam. So for example, I am a licensed social worker. I received a master's in social work uh, where I studied a lot of different things about uh, you know, individual systems, family systems, uh, social environment, human behavior. I studied all kinds of things and I can do a million things with social work. I don't have to do therapy, but I was like, I'm going to become a therapist. So I needed to take a licensing exam to become a therapist. But the type of therapy that I practice, I need a specific kind of license. So I got like step one and I got to do step two, which is like a clinical license. 
And that's a whole process. I'm not going to bore you with the details. That'll be a different episode about therapists and credentials and all that stuff. Uh, But anyways, long story short, licensed professional, they go through a test, they have to go to school and study specific topic and get this kind of degree and then licensing after that. So that is therapy. It is led by this professional and it is a process of examining your thoughts, your behaviors. Um, This could be about yourself, about others. And it's all about really trying to like better understand things, change things, or maybe just learn to deal and accept the stuff that you can't change, right? Um, So Therapy is really a series of like structured meetings with this goal of improving your life in some form or fashion. Um, Coaching, which like it's all over Instagram, but like, you know, everybody's like a, a coach of some kind. And this is very specific. It's goal oriented. There's not like a the state of California recognizes that you are a sex coach. Like it's not like, you know, or whatever kind of a life coach or something. So there's like little like certificate programs and things maybe that like provide them with like training and skills for like how to lead clients in goal-oriented kind of things, but it's not a remedy for like mental health stuff. Uh, It can certainly make you feel better. So like, again, like I'm not knocking down counseling or coaching or anything like that. I just want to be very clear about the distinctions of like what is counseling versus coaching versus therapy. So Lots of information there. Uh, So kind of before I wrap this little topic up in a bow, therapy is a science. It is not rambling and venting like the way when you get off of work and you just start like you call your friend or like you go and talk to your partner and you're just like, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. And you're just like word vomiting on people. Like, believe me, people will word vomit in therapy. But like the difference between rambling and venting and what you experience in therapy is that there is like this required reflective process for this to be therapy, right? So we are examining some hard truths about yourself, about uh, your relationship with other people, about things that are going on in the world and how that's affecting you. Or like in, in when I say the world, I don't mean like it can be like global worlds, kind of like pandemic stuff when we were going through COVID, for example. But it could also be like just your world, your world at work, your world at school, your world in the community you live in, um, your world based on your identity. So like, you know, if you identify as LGBTQ or, um, you know, any of those like different specifiers of like however you want to identify, like that is your world. And so however that affects you, we're going to dive into that. Um, you know, it's, it's also about teaching. So therapy is, like I said, we're, you know, you're word vomiting, you're sharing your, your, your thoughts and opinions and things and experiences. Um, but there's like a method, like we, like we as therapists, we use evidence-based, clinically tested kind of tools and interventions, um, to kind of help you with like cognitive and behavioral Thing. So what do I mean when I say that? Basically, we help you learn about the way that you, you think. Uh, we help you learn about the way and reasons why maybe you think those things, why you behave in certain ways or do certain things. And again, this can also apply to like people in your life too. We break this stuff down because like through um, like a series of like questions or um, and, and these questions aren't just like, let me just pull a question out of my ass. It's like there are very specific things that we're trying to help you navigate. Um, and because it's a science and it's stuff that we study, there's actually a lot of themes and trends that are super common for a ton of people. So a lot of times you're sharing your story and you're like, oh, my God. My therapist is going to have a heart attack when they hear this. Like, my life is so crazy. Like, I'm probably going to, like, traumatize my therapist. Like, stuff like that. And a lot of times it's, like, your story and someone else's story that sound nothing alike have very common themes about the ways that you think and uh, behaviors that you exhibit when you think in that way. So, for example, you know, someone who experienced all kinds of trauma may have turned to, like, drugs, for example, uh, as a way to cope. And someone else who maybe had a lot of trauma, 
they kind of turn to food. Like they just like they love to eat, makes them feel happy. When they're sad, they go and get ice cream. When they uh, are just feeling kind of stressed out, they're going to go and treat themselves and like, let's go order Thai, like, you know, whatever. And that's, and so some people can have a food addiction. We can have a shopping addiction, like retail therapy. It's glorified all the time in TV shows and stuff. Like girls are like in a breakup with their boyfriend. It's like, let's go shopping and like fix our problems. And it's like, no, like thinking that way, like you are not dealing with the problem and you're doing these things that make you feel good in the moment. Um, and so anyways, all this to say, like all the different things that you could be going through, they really kind of boil down into like a handful of buckets. And as therapists, like we are trained, like I said, this is a science. This is stuff that we like have studied um, where we kind of see how you got there, um, why you're getting stuck. Like we're kind of like watching you in like a tangled web and you're like trying to get out and you're doing these things and we can kind of from the outside look at it and go, okay, I see why you did that and that makes a lot of sense, but that's actually getting you more stuck. And you might think that, you know, no, this is making me feel better right now. But then you're like, why is this always happening to me? And so like therapy helps you uncover those kinds of truths and patterns and things like that. So, um, and when I say, when I use academic jargon, like evidence-based, clinically tested, all that means is that like scientists, uh, you know, tried these things out with, uh, typically they do these like random control trials, uh, where they just get a bunch of like, you know, people and then they run these tests and they run them and they run them and they run them and they run them and they they do these things, uh, you know, like anonymously, there's usually some kind of like placebo effect. Again, I'm giving you so much academic stuff. You like literally probably don't even care. But anyways, all this say, it's like a full scientific experiment that they do where they try shit out. They're like, when someone's dealing with depression, if we do this thing, what would happen? And if it works, they're like, let's try this again. And then they do it again and again and again and again. And they've done it to like they've run these tests in so many settings and so many situations and blah, 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 that like if this shit keeps working, then they go this like after a certain point, it reaches like saturation or like whatever. Like you finally we call it saturation, but like basically I've seen enough. This shit pretty much works for the most part. So like it doesn't guarantee it's going to fix you, but it's pretty damn good like odds. And so all of these different methods that therapists use, we've got a freaking huge toolbox. Like that toolbox of like things that we can bring in and talk about, man, like that shit's so big. I don't even know. I don't even know what they all are. Like there are so many styles of of treating things and, you know, things can get super niche and super specific. Um And so like that's kind of where we dive into the second part, which is like learning about these diverse styles or modalities uh, as we call them. So um, let me take a pause real quick because I know I'm saying a lot of things. So if you're someone who is like using this to like learn and you're like trying to take some notes, go ahead and like you can pause here and, you know, take a second to like, okay, what do I understand about this? Like what what is therapy? What is therapy like not? blah, blah, blah. Like I said, recap, like the TLDR, therapy is a science. It's a professionally guided process um, led by a licensed professional. And also, don't know if you can hear this. I live in Philly, so like you're going to hear shit in the background all the time. There's an ambulance going. Uh, Maybe a fire truck too. But anyways, you might hear stuff in the background. Uh, yeah, so feel free, like, if you need to, like, pause at any time to kind of, like, take some notes down, whatever, you want to take a break, you're sick of hearing my voice, that's totally groovy. Uh, and then we'll kind of, like, jump back into, like, the second piece where I talk really about these different approaches. All right, so I know I said a ton of stuff, and I honestly have no idea how long this episode's going to be, so I'm trying to make it brief for people who are like, get to the fucking point, Amanda, you talk so much. Um, and then, you know, for the other people who are like, oh my god, I love everything you're saying, and like, keep talking, like, I'm trying to I'm trying to give y'all a little balance here. So, uh, yeah, anyways, modalities, another big academic word. A modality is kind of like an approach to therapy or a style or type of therapy. So modalities just means approach, 
or style. Okay. So there are different therapy modalities, different therapy approaches. Okay. Um, some, there are some that are like more common because they, they're kind of like, um, okay, I'm Mexican. So like, here's my little example for those of you who are Latino, maybe you can relate. Um, when you're sick, you just put like, like your family member, like, I mean, I already know some of y'all are already like, oh my God, I know exactly where this is going. When you get sick, I don't know why, but we break out the VIX. VIX, like VapoRub, right? Vapuru, like that shit, we use it for everything. I don't know why, but it, it we do. It works. Like you're, you got a cough, uh, you use it. You're congested, you use it. You got a fever, you use it. I ha- VIX does it all. Like it does so many things. And in therapy, there's like approaches that can that are kind of like your VIX. It does it all for you, right? And so this, like one of the most um, common modalities is what we call CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, okay? This is one approach and, and cognitive behavioral therapy is really about kind of examining your cognitive process, right? How you think your behavioral process, the the things that you do. And then it's really a, a, a system or a process of changing like negative thought and behavior patterns and learning new ones. We're, we're learning these new skills, these new behaviors, these new thought patterns. So it's trying to like break habits and it's used for all kinds of things. Uh, we use CBT for anxiety. Um, we can use CBT sometimes for depression. We use CBT um, for OCD. We use CB, I mean, like, like we use CBT for so many things because it just kind of forces you to think and kind of learn some new things. So like CBT is your VIX. Put that shit on everything, whether it works or not. Like it, it might not work. You might actually like be very, very sick and VIX isn't going to cure you. You actually got to go to the doctors now, right? Like, so then there's like other modalities that get into like the deeper roots of stuff. There are stuff like, uh, there are therapy modalities that are really specific to trauma, for example. And trauma, like that's, that's a fucking thing. Like that is, that, that, oh my God, I'm going to have so many episodes on trauma. I literally specialize in study trauma. Uh, but anyways, that's besides the point. So there, like trauma is, it kind of like gets your brain stuck in like, like your wheels, like when you get your car stuck in like the mud and it just kind of spins or like if you're in the snow, for example, like for those of you who live in like cold climates, you know, you, you need like traction. You got to get out like your car is in a snowbank, whatever. Um, there's these like therapy, like, uh, modalities used specifically for trauma. And some of these are like DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy. That's stuff that's used for, um, you know, people with like suicidal ideation, for example, uh, or like, you know, suicide uh, attempts, things like that. Uh, can be used for people with like borderline personality disorder, um, which is, you know, again, I'm going to, I can talk about these things later, but like we have EMDR, uh, which is eye movement desensitization. Oh God, now I'm forgetting it. Is it EM? Yeah. Desensitized. Oh my, <laughs> I can't even say it. Jesus Christ. I am like struggling with my words. EMDR. I need to like read this out loud because I'm struggling desensitization and reprocessing. Okay. The tongue twister. I'm sorry. Whatever. As a therapist, I I just, I give it the name EMDR. Uh, and this, that's a whole thing. There's, um, prolonged exposure therapy. There's so, there's like very, like, like I said, we've got a whole fucking toolbox, right? Like a tool shed. There's tons of stuff. Also, sorry, I'm totally like a, a sailor mouth. Um, I should have prefaced that before, but anyways, uh, that, those are, that's another modality. There's, uh, art and art therapy and expressive arts, right? So like, this is when talk therapy is not working for you and you're like, I can't process or like verbalize like some of these things. Like I need to, I, I, there needs to be another way to unlock this stuff. So like, this can be like movement stuff. Uh, this could be like, there's, there's so many different modalities, like I said, and 
I'll do different episodes on just breaking down modalities um, and kind of delving into some of those. But anyways, um, there's a lot of different kinds. And so some of the um, kind of more common ones, it's just so like you're like, oh my God, Amanda, you're overwhelming with too much information. Here's like some of your basic ones that you're going to hear a lot. So like I said, cognitive and behavioral therapy, I already talked about that. That's your VIX. Um, you've got like a humanistic approach and that's really about like achieving potential and kind of talking about future forward thinking stuff. Um, there's psychoanalytic and psychodynamic approaches. Now this is the stuff that like people are stuck when like Freud on the couch and like, I think it was like fifties or sixties, whatever, back in the day, uh, when they were kind of doing psychology, like study, right. Um, this approach, like psychoanalytic uh, therapy, is really about the repressed kind of memories in your unconscious and how we have to bring those to light. We got to bring that into the consciousness. Uh, this is a long-term intensive process. This is the one where like the person's laying on the couch and they're just like, and that's, you know, when I was when I was three and this like that whole dramatic like that's where all the drama stuff comes from in like shows and stuff psychoanalytic um so if you're like bro I don't want to do trauma work I don't want to talk about the past do not go and see someone who does psychoanalytic therapy like they're that is their bread and butter they're gonna pull that shit out of you and then you're gonna be like oh my god my therapist sucked they made me talk about stuff I didn't want to talk about and it's like because that's how they're trained to look at your problem um Psychodynamic is a little bit similar. It's it tends to be briefer and shorter sessions. Uh, again, still based in like unconscious thought, but it's really more looking at like the theory of it and kind of like your mind and environment. Um, so like me, for example, I see a psychodynamic therapist um, that was very intentional. I used to see somebody who did CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. And after a while, I was like, bro, like I have like coping skills. Like I feel like I can manage my shit. But like, I really need to understand why this keeps happening. Like, I really got to get, I got to dig in there. I got to, I need to dig. I need to dig and I need to bring this shit to the front and I need to just like look it in the face and, and understand it now because I can deal with it. I could deal with if I have a panic attack, a depressive episode, whatever. But like, I can't wrap my mind around what happened or why this is happening. So psychodynamic therapy I switched into, you know, I switched therapists to find someone who would do that work with me. Um, and I'll do another episode on like how to find these therapists and all that stuff. Um, again, I know I'm super long winded. I, you know, I could talk about this shit all day. Um, but anyways, so one thing I do want you to kind of know, though, and like really be aware of is you'll see when you go and look at different therapists online, you'll see that they just have like a long list of all these approaches or, or modalities, right? You'll see someone who's like, they do CBT and DBT and EMDR and psychodynamic and they did the family systems and, uh, you know, Junian system, like all kinds of, you're going to see like this overwhelming list. And you're like, the fuck does any of this stuff mean? That's why like, it's really important to educate yourself about like, what it is that you're, if you have a goal for therapy, for example, you know, what it is that you want to delve into then you want to find a therapist who can best help you do that um you know you're not going to go and see a pediatrician when you're having like heart condition like issues as an adult like that wouldn't make any sense pediatricians they work with kids like why would you do that or you're not going to if you're having heart issues you're not going to go see an orthopedic you know specialist who that's like feet and hands and joints and stuff like you're not that doesn't make sense and that's what happens is a lot of people end up seeing therapists for very specific ways that they want to process information, but they're going to see a therapist who's looking at it not from a lens that they want to look at it from. Um, so that's like if you have some like very clear goals about your therapy process. Like I said, if you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know if I want to do therapy or like, like you're just like lost in the world. Like you're just like, I don't know. Start with CBT. Like I said, put VIX on it. Like just CBT is going to be your best way to go. Um, which brings me to like our kind of last point in today's episode, which is like, why even go? Um, again, let me like go through that like misconception where people are like, 
I don't want to be in therapy for the rest of my life or like, you know, therapy doesn't have to be a long-term thing. Therapy can be short term as you want it to be. Um, and it can go on a long term until like you die. Like literally like you can choose how long you want to be in therapy, uh, depending on the kind of issue, uh, or issues that you're kind of working through challenges and stuff like that. You know, therapists might recommend a certain number of sessions, um, or a specific style or type of, of therapy intervention you know so in in some cases like people will do like inpatient therapy which is like where you're like living in a facility and you're like receiving like round-the-clock care so this is often like when people are having like psychotic episodes or maybe some like you know suicide attempt or like you know uh, they're a danger to themselves or others that can also you know that can be uh one one reason also some like substance use you know stuff like that's often you know and like I said an inpatient you might do inpatient programs there's outpatient you get to live at home, but like you still go and you visit this place and you do like skills workshops and you, you know, you also have therapy. You might have group therapy on top of that. Like it's a, there's a lot of kind of in, more intensive packaging, if you will, for inpatient versus outpatient treatments. But for most people who are probably listening to this, you're just like, I'm just trying to find a freaking therapist to like talk to maybe like once a week, once a month, once every other week. Like, so in that case, you when you go and do your intake that's that's a question or like a a consult that's a question you can kind of ask like hey here's kind of what I'm going through this is what I'm what's going on for me you know I I wanted to meet with you because I noticed that you specialize in this thing or you take this approach I think that could help me but like I kind of want to know like what do you how you know how many sessions do you think would be helpful for us to start with Uh, I don't want to commit to long term. Like you can say these things like people feel like when you go to therapy, you can just like you just show up and you're like, here I am. Like what happens next? And that's why like, again, that's why I'm doing this whole podcast. That's why I'm doing therapy. Um, You got to know how to advocate for yourself for your own mental health and not just like getting support like to see a professional, but like how to really get the kind of support you need. Um. So not all therapy has to be trauma work. Like, I can't emphasize that enough. The number of times people have talked to me and they're just like, I don't want to go to therapy because like, I'm not ready to like deal with that or I don't want to talk about that thing or like, I know like this is going to come up. Like, you don't have to do trauma work. You don't have that does not have to be the focus. We don't got to talk about your childhood. We don't have to talk about your parents' divorce. We don't got to talk about that really horrible thing that you went through or saw or whatever. Like, People go to therapy for all kinds of reasons. Life transitions. You just became a parent. Like, that shit's crazy. Like, you have a whole new life happening right now where your needs still matter, but, like, they can't right now because you're taking care of this other life. Like, that's huge. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with that stress? I mean... Having a new baby can often like break up marriages. Uh, you know, people are stressed out. They're tired. They're not eating. They feel horrible about themselves or like they, they're like isolated because they don't get to hang out with their friends anymore. Like let's go to therapy. That doesn't mean you have to go forever and talk about, you know, like, oh my God, like, you know, this, I, I struggle with like this trauma. Like we can just be like, listen, I'm a new mom or like I'm a new dad. I'm a new parent. I mean, whatever what do I do? Help me. Like that's, you can just go for that. Uh, other life transitions. Like I just went from like middle school to high school and like, I'm overwhelmed. And like, I think everybody thinks I'm ugly and uncool. And like, I feel really insecure and like, you know, like go like that's, that's huge. Right. Like a death in the family, like grief stuff. Like that doesn't mean you have to be in there for the the rest of your life, but like you got to get through some of the stuff like that you're processing. So like go see a, you know, a a therapist for like grief work. Um, Seasonal depression, man, when you live where it snows, like sometimes we don't see the sun for a long time and you don't even realize you're like, why am I so sad? It's like, because you don't go outside. Like you don't see the sun. Like that's actually having an effect on your mood being, I mean, we all remember COVID like just hanging out. People went crazy. So like, seasonal depression like that's totally fine and you start you know maybe you start in November and you're done by like March like I don't know um 
you just want to learn some coping skills. You're like, listen, I've got anxiety. I've got OCD. I've got ADHD. I've got whatever. Like I need to learn some skills that kind of help me process. Like we don't got to talk about like, I mean, oftentimes therapists will like, we'll talk about reasons why, you know, some of this anxiety is coming up or why you're having some of these thoughts. And we're going to, we might even challenge them a little bit. Uh, and when I say challenge, I don't mean like you have to defend yourself while you have them. I mean, like, again, help you examine and reflect on like, what about this situation? What about uh, this feeling, you know, is, is bringing this up? And how can I navigate that emotion that's coming up? So, you know, you might learn some coping skills to deal with stuff like that. You want to make a big decision. You're like, you know, I really am thinking about moving in with this person. I don't really know. Go see a therapist. Like you can talk to your friends and family for sure. But like, and I'll kind of end with that piece later, but like big decisions, like things that are going to make a huge impact on you. Like, do I move across the country? Do I take this new job? Like, you know, I'm thinking of ending my marriage. Like I'm, I'm, I, or maybe you're like, I, you know, I want to get an abortion, but like, I don't want to go and talk to like some crisis counseling center that's going to like force me to do it. Or like, you know, or maybe like, I don't know if I want to do it. Like, Oh, there's so many things. And like, you have questions. Like, you can just go and see and talk to a therapist to get some questions answered, to really like, listen, I need some help making some decisions. And I don't, maybe I don't want to talk about this with my family or my partner, or um, it's going to affect them. And I really got to weigh this out, but I don't want to talk to my friends about it because they might tell someone or like, you know, and like, or they know this person too. And I don't want them to think badly about this person or like that stuff gets so messy. So like go to therapy because it's a way to like literally like hire a consultant to help you think about the way you think, you know what I'm saying? Like they are, they are literally like mind and, and heart consultants. Uh, but like I said, it's, it's rooted in science and like evidence backed, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Interventions. Um, so anyways, like you can go to therapy with very clear goals. You can also go to therapy with no goals. You're just like, I don't know the fuck is happening. I, I, I'm like disassociating. I don't feel connected to people. I don't feel connected to things. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I just feel kind of like you can, I don't know. I don't know why I'm going to therapy, but I just don't feel good. I don't feel like I just kind of like, you know, you might, go to the doctors for those of you who like might go to the doctors when you're just like something doesn't feel right I don't know what it is I don't really have a big reason I just kind of want to check up and see what's what's going on and like you can go and like maybe do a few sessions and after a few weeks you're like you know what like or maybe a couple months you're like I'm I'm okay I've got some direction and then you can choose to stay in therapy and maybe now you've got certain goals that you want to work on or now you're like nope that was good and you go back and do your thing like Therapy is not like a like non-monogamous, no, not is is not a monogamous relationship with like one professional that you're like, I have to see you for the rest of my life and I'm stuck with you and I can never leave. Like do what you need to do. Like see who you need to see. Break up with therapists if they're not working for you. Um, but like at the end of the day, like the whole point of therapy is like to help you just understand not just like the how and the why you might be thinking a certain way or doing something, you know, in particular, but it's really about guiding you in determining how your process for like navigating life, like how is, is this helpful? How is this harmful? Maybe there's different ways I can think about this, but it's all about like, I'm trying to improve my life in some way. And I really need to employ some people who, can can really get me out of this um and so like you know we'll be interviewing in other episodes like people who have gone to therapy and and talk a little bit about their experiences their fears and stuff like that and and you know how therapy has helped therapy has saved people's lives in in countless ways I know for me therapy has has saved mine in 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 more than one occasion and um you know I didn't need like hospitalization or anything like that I was able to just like talk about my depression over the course of like on and off for years that like I was able to like 
always kind of keep my head afloat. I still really struggled, but like I said, I never, I, I, I never felt like I'm stuck in this for life. I would go to therapy for a while. I'd get out of it, um, you know, for one reason or another. Maybe I just couldn't afford it anymore. My insurance didn't cover it anymore. I was moving. Um, I just didn't want to go anymore. I didn't feel like I needed it anymore. Like there's so many reasons. But then like I would go back and then I would leave and then I would go back and I'd leave. And now it's been like 10 years and I'm just like, man, I freaking love having a therapist. Like my man Jorge, like he's awesome. I love that man. Love my therapist. Um, But anyways, like therapy is really like anytime you ask yourself, like, I don't know why I do this thing. I don't know why I do X. I don't know why I think that. Um, You should go to therapy. If you're like, I know I shouldn't do blah, blah, blah. But I don't care. Maybe go to therapy. Think about that. Even though you're like, I don't care. Mm, there's something off. You're saying, I know I shouldn't. Well, now you have you have thoughts of something you should be doing. Like, let's let's unpack that a little bit. Um, if you're like, it is what it is. And you're just like super passive. And you're like, I don't care about anything. And like, you should go. Um, you, you just like struggle with like anger. Like someone does the tiniest thing and you like erupt. And you just burst into like screaming or yelling. Or you get so frazzled or so upset like big emotional highs low emotional lows like mood things that are affecting you and the people around you you should totally go or you know like I said for any of the other reasons I mentioned um therapy is not it's not like you're crazy it's not you know you need to get your shit together you're a mess like it can be like trust me I've been a mess needed therapy to get my shit together but like we're human we're human and life is so messy and complicated and there's some really horrible stuff that we are constantly inundated with hearing and thinking and seeing and you know and experiencing and like we have lots of thoughts that go in a million directions and it's like a tangled ball of yarn that you're just like what is even going on like you know and A therapist is just kind of like when you go see a therapist or if you choose to see a therapist, you're like, listen, I keep trying to untangle this ball of yarn here and I keep getting like I'm I'm pulling on this thing and it's coming out and it's loose for a little bit and then now it's stuck. It's stuck on something and I don't know what it's stuck on and I keep moving this ball of yarn around and looking and I'm looking and I can't untangle this thing. So you kind of hand it to them and you go like, what, how should I do this? What are you thinking? And the therapist is going to look at it and go like, okay, I see what you did. I see how you tried to untangle it, but it's kind of stuck on this thing. Let's talk about that. What, it, what can you tell me about, uh, you know, why you moved to, to this place and you start talking about it. And then what's happening is a therapist is listening for cues and clues about what you're saying that you think are just like totally normal. And you're like, you know, oh, I went to take this new job because, uh, you know, it was paying more, but like, I didn't really like it. You know, I didn't really care for it, but I knew I had to do this thing. So then it's like, oh, something triggered in my brain as a therapist. I'm like, you have been talking a lot about how you do a lot of stuff that you don't like to do. And now that's what we're stuck. That's why we're stuck. We can't untangle it out because we got to talk about you people pleasing, and like now you're like, what? I, oh my God. Like I, I know why people please, but like it's not. The, and like now we're going to go through it. So like it's like I said, it's not always that deep. We're people. We already talk to our friends and family and, and strangers and other people about all kinds of stuff. Like you might as well talk to somebody who like actually knows what you're saying and gets why and can help you untangle it. And like, I don't know, I'll do a whole episode on like how to find the right therapist for you, but For the people who aren't ready, for the people who are like, no, I don't want to see a therapist. I know I need it, but I don't want to go. Okay. Then we can't drag you. We can't drag you. You have to want this. You have to want therapy. You have to want to bring someone as a consultant into your life, not to give you advice, not to tell you what to do. But to hear what you're saying and then reflect that back to you so that you can make the decision. Yes, that's what I mean. No, that's not what I mean. Actually, I meant to say this. Well, it's not really like that. Like now you have to really untangle your own brain. That's all we're doing. Um, So like if you're not ready to go through that process, don't go. 
Um, and, and that's, again, like, you have to want it. You have to be ready uh, to face some of these things. And sometimes there's sessions, like I have sessions with clients where, like, I literally remember I was doing a couple session and one of the partners, like, he just got so upset and he just got up and he walked away and he came back. He's like, I feel like you're gaining up on me. And I was like, okay, like, I'm really sorry that you feel that way. Like, I, I can I can assure you that I'm not, but I'm not going to deny that you're feeling that way. Like, why do you believe that I'm gaining up on you? And he realized that he was just struggling to accept something that his you know that his girlfriend was saying and she you know she was she was saying something in a really harsh way that I also had to acknowledge and be like hey like let's let's talk about you know what you're actually trying to say versus how you said it and like you know so now I gotta like untangle that you know as a therapist like that's hard to do we gotta untangle things you know for one person or for many people and if you're not ready to receive that, like you're not going to get anything out of that session. So like I said, it's not, there will be, sometimes there's a tense session or, or you hit a little button that's like, ouch, I don't like that. I don't want to talk about that. That opened something up and we'll back off, you know? So like, you know, if you're not ready or if you're not willing to kind of receive these things in therapy, you know yourself best. Don't go. If you're, if you're like I'm willing to try it but I'm really freaking scared and this is super super fragile like and you decide you want to take a chance and if something goes you know I don't want to say goes wrong but like you don't like the experience please don't go well fuck therapy forever I hate this I'm never doing it again see I knew I knew it was wrong you're catastrophizing you are generalizing because you want a reason for it to fail like you have to if you're gonna go in and you're fragile and and you're scared and you're nervous like that is so normal and that's so okay tell your therapist that let them know please like let's baby steps those baby steps are just so critically important take a minute and just kind of reflect on how you're feeling right now with all the information that I gave you today in this episode, um, do you feel ready? Do you still have a lot more questions? Um, are you still uncertain about the process? What do you still need to know? Uh, the The journey to therapy, like I said, I'm not trying to convince you and tell you you have to go. I'm just trying to give you some information and tools to help you figure out if this is for you uh, or if it if you decide it is for you, but you're not ready, then what it's going to take to get there. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really hope that you feel encouraged and I don't know, maybe you learned a thing or two. Anyways, I've said a lot of things. This was maybe a very long episode for you. Maybe not long enough. I don't know. However you feel, but um, in any case, if if anything I said resonated and you are like, ugh, I need to know more, like I I need some help figuring this out, or like I would love to, you know, talk with you one on one, or you know, my partner and I would love to talk to you because we're considering couples counseling, or like you know, my family is going through this thing, like, but we don't, you know, whatever it is, um, I'd encourage you to visit our website I say are like I'm like a big organization it's just me visit my website uh and it's www.thera-pre.org so that's www.thera-pre.org um that website has all the different kinds of things that I do I'm going to continue producing like I said podcasts like this with breaking down information, doing interviews with therapists and client clients, not my clients, but people who have been clients before. Um, we're going to break a lot of stuff down. So this is an educational tool for you, completely free. Um, you can definitely, if you want to like sponsor it or, you know, throw any support. I, I appreciate that. I don't get paid for anything I'm doing. I just, I really care about people's healing journeys. Um, so, you know, in the, I think in the show notes, there's like a link that if you want to like 
sponsor like donate or whatever it's called i don't know um but yeah or you can sign up for uh you know different sessions with me where i do counseling so remember counseling isn't therapy i am not going to be your therapist uh because i am not licensed maybe in the state that you're in um if you want to be my therapy client then like we can that's a different discussion you can book a free consultation with me for 20 minutes and we'll chat uh but otherwise you know we can do 60 minute sessions one-on-one and let's dig into it let's talk about it so i encourage you to check out the website you can also follow um my mental health kind of account uh which is thera.pre that's the handle so at t-h-e-r-a dot p-r-e the dash was taken i tried uh anyways that's it for me. Like I said, goals are no goals. Uh, therapy is for anyone and everyone. You don't have to need a reason, a specific reason to go, or things don't have to be so bad that now you have to go, like, go before they get bad. Start learning stuff before you hit rock bottom. Like, if you can learn things when you fall down, you know, the mountain and you didn't fall off the cliff, like let's pick ourselves up there. Don't wait till you're at rock bottom because then that shit's so much harder to deal with. And that's usually when people decide to go to therapy. So anyways, with that, I'm going to shut up now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please uh, like it, review it, share it, download it, doing all these things, boost the algorithm. It helps get this out there to other people. So If this helped you and you think it can help someone you know, please, please, please share it, review it, like I said. And in the show notes, ask me your questions. There's a little button uh, if you're on Spotify or something um, where you can ask me your questions directly and I can answer those in future podcasts or make content on Instagram and stuff for you that you can look at. So uh, yeah, with that, I, I hope today was helpful for you and... I want to say like class dismissed because I'm like, oh, it's like a pre-therapy class, but that feels super cheesy. So I'm not going to say that even though I just kind of did. But yeah, I'll catch you on the next episode. Have a good one.